Hey guys, this is Jess from JessInTheReal.com, and this week on the pod, we have part two of my interview with my cousin Danielle. We talk a lot more about work-life balance and having that social life after work. We also talk a lot about her move to New York City and how that really shaped her first few years in the real world. So take a listen and let me know what you think. Thanks, guys. working at Protivity for about a year or so, my friend Michelle called me. She said, are you still toying with the idea of moving into the city? And really the answer was no. But I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe, why? She said, well, my friend Arielle, who also went to Binghamton and I lived with for four years, uh, you know, just moved to Manhattan, but she's staying with me. She needs a roommate and she needs to find a place to live. And I think you two would really get along as roommates, so I think it's time for you to move into the city. So I was like, okay, and there apparently was already an apartment to check out. And the way the housing market works in New York is that if there's an apartment on the market, you have to go see it immediately, and you have to be prepared to put down a deposit and an application to get it. There's no sit around and wait and consider it because especially if it's low rent, like it's going to go. So you have to be ready in five minutes to decide yes or no, it works or it doesn't. So we went to see this apartment on the Upper East Side. It was actually a three bedroom and there was a third girl who I wound up never meeting, but we went to see it at night and the staircase was really narrow and obviously the apartment was dark because it was night but the third bedroom was like super small so whoever took that one was only going to pay like a thousand dollars a month and then the other two that had closets and were bigger were going to pay more and like it wasn't really about the money I just like didn't get the best vibe from the building and from the apartment so I was like you know what I'm going to pass I'm really sorry I know this doesn't make your life any easier but like I'm out So Arielle, Michelle's friend, texts me like two days later and she was like, are you out completely or is it just that you didn't want that apartment? Because the other girl dropped out, but if you and I are like committed, then we could find a two bedroom. Mm. And we had similar tastes in what we wanted. We wanted to be on the Upper West Side. We just preferred that. It's where Michelle lived and their other friends who had were growing to be my friends. So like a day later we found an apartment and the rent was right again it was it was a two bedroom it was a walk up it was on the second floor it wasn't new it wasn't most, <laughs> shiny I mean most apartments in New York aren't new. no but you know what we liked it and the price was right and it was so convenient to a subway line a major subway line So we just jumped, like we applied, we were approved, and we handed over our money, and we were moving in two weeks later. Um, My parents happened to be on vacation in Aruba, and I call, FaceTime them, and I'm like, by the way, Ariel and I found a place, like I'm moving out, and they were like, we haven't taken a vacation in 30 years. Like, why? (laughs) We finally do, and you move out? Like, they were pretty shocked, but... I was shocked, I remember, like, when it happened. (laughs) You were like, oh, by the way, I'm moving out, and I was like... Um, what? You're doing what? <laughs> I think if I had had more time to really consider it, like, it could have gone one of two ways. I could have wound up staying home for longer, saving more money, and deciding to um, 
like buy a place not in the city, right? Like in the burbs, or I just never would have moved out. I like on the one hand, I regret spending all that money because it's so expensive, and every little thing you do adds up, and you before you know it, you're like spending. $30,000 a year, and I'm not even kidding. That's crazy. <laughs> on, on rent. On rent and your food. The rent was not all of that 30000 mm. But regardless, it was a lot. But I had already started dating Cassidy at this point, and he lived on the Upper East Side, and I knew that if I moved into the city, I would see him more. I would have more freedom. Do you feel like you made the right decision, though? I do think I made the right decision. You can't look back and say, oh, I shouldn't have spent that money, because... Those are times that I will never get back. I will never have lived on my own again. Because for those of you who don't know, I married Cassidy. <laughs> so, like, so yeah. now you're in like a, a committed relationship. I'm committed. <laughs> till, committed till death do us part. <laughs> Nobody specified how the death comes about, but right. <laughs> just a kidding. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Just we don't talk about death on this podcast. No. <laughs> um, Jess and the Real can edit that yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so true. Like, I still live at home, and I don't know what I want to do. But I know, like, there have been times where I've been able to move out, I guess. Like, the, the opportunity arose, and I, I chickened out, and I didn't do it. Like, one, I'm scared, because I don't know what to expect. And two, like, I don't want to just move to a place and then be more lonely than I'd be, like, at home. That you know? is super true. And in your case... It, like, for you, the right decision is to stay home, at least for now. Like, that that could not be the right decision in two days from now. But, right. like, for you, it's working. So. Yeah. So it's good. I'm saving do. money. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, do you have to go? Oh. Do no. you have to wrap it up? We can do another, like, ten minutes. Okay, perfect. Um, so let me out. go back to talking about. So I moved into the city, and... I, uh, I became friends with Ariel, my roommate, who was already friends with my good friend, Michelle. And Michelle and Ariel introduced me to their group of friends. And I was hanging out with Cassidy more often because he was already living in the city. So my social life, you know, expanded that way. I was able to go to the happy hours and the last minute dinner plans with everybody from work because they already all were living in the city in the city so um so yeah it was just really great i became better friends with Brittany and michaela we implemented wine nights we would try to go every Aww. monday to a different wine bar our goal was to just hit every wine bar in a specific neighborhood because dear lord there are so <laughs> many when you start searching and actually looking you're like oh my god there's like two per block that's crazy <laughs> at least i mean that's the city, right? Yeah. It was expensive, but it was wonderful, and it was lovely, and we don't get to do that as often anymore. Michaela has moved out to Jersey City, Brittany still lives in Manhattan, and now I live in the suburbs, and I don't even work in the city anymore. So that's a time that we really cherish, and we, now we try to do wine nights like a few times a year. Yeah. But we talk a lot in text. Mm -hmm. So... You know, the friendship has has stayed, but it's all because of that time I had living in the city right. and being able to do these things. Right. And that is a pro, I guess, to moving out. Yeah. And if you do have the opportunity to meet new people and make friends, um, I think it was good because none of... Were you guys all single at the time, too? 
we like when you well, first met when we first met we were all single um which helps yeah it I did mean, help there boyfriends was, are great relationships are great but like you definitely don't like meet as many people when you're in a relationship because like when you're in at the beginning of a relationship all you want to do is be with the other person yes so like because you guys were all single you had that time to like have your girlfriend nights you know yes so i started dating cassidy and cassidy i love him to death but he needs his alone time in order like to mentally recharge right which was just fair he never made me feel bad for wanting to hang out with my girlfriends as opposed to um to him and occasionally, because this was rare, like, he would want to hang out with his two best friends, Scott and Ashley, who are married and they're wonderful people, but they also lived in the city. So sometimes he would just want to hang out with them without me. And that was fine. It worked. We found mm-hmm. this balance and we didn't see each other every night, probably, you know, a few times a week, definitely both Saturday and Sunday. But yeah. like, it was very like live and let live in terms of socialization. Yeah. That's really good. Because I know that's like a definitely an issue that some people have in their relationship like you don't want to make the person feel bad if you want to hang out with other people but it's like healthy to hang out with other people it is and even now we're married and if i feel like you know what you're really pissing me off i'm gonna go have dinner with so and so or i'm gonna go hang out with my mom for a little bit it's fine yeah and i think it's just a really healthy way to live like maybe (laughs) I'm not the right answer, but for him no. and I... No, that's good. And it works. It's everybody's own relationship. That's how things work, so... Yeah. So, Brittany, sorry, just a fun fact, started dating somebody else from Protivity who happened to be in the Dallas office, but they also met at that consultant challenge. Fun fact. And now they're engaged. So much fun. So, Protivity... So, the real world <laughs> isn't all bad. It's not all <laughs> bad. There's a lot... There hidden surprises if you're just willing to keep your eyes open and let them come to you. Yeah, and also I think it's going out and trying to find things to do. And not getting in a rut of like, which I am totally victim of, like I do it to myself, it's horrible, but like get up, go to work, come home, watch Netflix, maybe go to the gym, watch Netflix, go to bed, that kind of thing. Like you have to kind of take a few nights and go out and do something. You have to try. And if it turns out that you wasted some money or you hated the experience, like whatever it is that you tried, then so be it. So let's just, I just want to fast forward a couple years real quick. Um, So now I've been working for, in the the real world, for about six and a half years. No. No, five and a half years. Sorry, sorry. Still, that's crazy. My bad, I can't count. Um, But here I am. I'm married now and... My husband and I bought a house back in the town where I grew up, so we're near my family and my cousins and all of my childhood friends, but we're apart from his family, who are upstate, and most of his friends, who are scattered across the United States, and all of our mutual friends from working at Protivity, who are in the city or still closer to the city. So Cassidy and I don't work in the city anymore. We both drive to our jobs, come home from our jobs. We socialize in the office, but we're no longer like good friends with the people that we work with and that we're not doing things after work or on the weekends. And at this stage, that's okay. I'm going to be 28 in two weeks. Cassidy's going to be 35 this year. We have our friendships. We're comfortable in our friendships. And we're at the stage where we don't feel like we need 
new friendships. We're not, like, closing ourselves off yeah. to them, but we're also not actively seeking them. And I know that when you're in your early 20s, it's completely different because you are seeking those friendships. Your college friends are probably not nearby. Mm-hmm. Who knows where they've gone? Um, your high school friends are probably not nearby. So I'm at a different stage now, but that doesn't mean that I am not in a rut. So we have the house, we have a dog, we go to work, we come home, we walk the dog, we eat dinner, we watch Netflix, and we repeat. So we also are in a rut, but we're trying to find new ways to get out of that. So earlier this year, I signed up for an adult tap class back back at the studio where I danced growing up. So my friend is the teacher, and... The other four women in the class, or three women in the class, are... They're old ladies. I'm not... They are. I'm not going <laughs> to sugarcoat that. <laughs> they're in their 60s, but they are wonderful people, and they find me entertaining because they it reminds them of when they were young. Their youth. And they have advice... You know, they're hardcore feminists, and, like, they've got good life advice. So it's nice. Even though I'm not socializing with other people my age, it gets me out of the house for an hour a week... And it gives me a different perspective on life. No, I'm not, like, breaking a sweat in tap class, but it does get my heart rate up enough that I feel good about myself. Yeah, that's great. That I didn't spend the hour sitting on the couch. Mm. That's all. You know, it's... That's the thing. It's, like, it's hard to get there, which is my problem. I also went to adult tap class for, like, four classes, and then I was like, oh, God. Yeah. The idea of, like, going to tap, and which is, like, a fault of my own. You know, like, that's something I definitely have to work on. But after I went, I always felt so much better. You know, like, being social, like, seeing people that I knew... You know, when I was 12, it's, like, kind of cool. Like, um, the tap teacher, like Danielle mentioned, her name is Liz. She was our tap teacher, like, growing up. Yeah. So, like, she knew me when I was three. It's so crazy. So, Um, to be at that different stage of life and still, you know, like, rekindling the friendship that we had with Liz, I don't know, it really, like, warms my heart, and it sounds cheesy, but, like, I... I feel like I get to go back in time a little bit yeah. for that one hour a week. And I like seeing the younger girls in their classes learning dance and having fun because it just brings back a lot of good memories. So, you know, I'm doing that. I Now that the weather is at least lighter every day, it's yeah. not any warmer. Yeah, it's, it's freezing. <laughs> but it's brighter in the evenings. So I've taken to doing really long walks with my dog. And by really long, I mean like an hour to an hour and a half, depending on on how cold it is outside. Yeah, I was impressed that you were on a 20-minute walk, honestly. I can't stay outside for more than five minutes without, you know, hating it. Well, it was like 45 degrees, so oh, it was oh. really good. It was like summer. Um, and not that that's socializing, but it's, you know, that is breaking a sweat. Yeah. And it's getting the endorphins going. And it's not sitting on the couch. Yeah. And we meet other dogs on the walk, so Fred gets a little bit more interaction with other canines, which <laughs> he's lacking. Yeah. So there's that. And now that I live back in the town where I grew up, I'm trying to rekindle some of the friendships that... Not that I lost, but that I didn't give as much attention to when I was living in the city. That makes sense. Yeah, because, you know, I have some really great friends from my childhood. And if they're local and we didn't have some sort of a falling out and there's no bad blood, like, why can't we be friends again Yeah. now? So I'm trying to do that without being pushy, like, hey, you have to be my friend again. Yeah. But. (laughs) I feel that. 
It's hard. Because, like, everybody, when you get older, everybody gets involved in their own life. Yes. There's new things that happen, like, maybe they're having a baby. Well, this isn't for my age group, but, like, for you, maybe they're having a baby. Maybe they're getting married. Maybe they moved. Like, there's a lot of different factors. Right. But it is still possible to reach out and say, hey, I know you're busy. Congrats on this. Congrats on that. Are you free? <laughs> Pick a date, no joke, a month from now. Yeah. Because you that, gotta push the calendar out. You have to push the calendar out, and you have to be okay with that. Or you have to be okay with last minute, like, hey, I actually don't have anything going on tomorrow. Do you have time for a cup of coffee? Yeah. And you'll find that, like, you can have these great long conversations with these old friends because you have so much more to discuss. And right. maybe they did have a similar experience to you in college, and, like, it's funny to laugh about. Um, like my friend, my good friend Jackie, she is a dental hygienist. She did Jackie's the best. Jackie is the best. She's the best. (laughs) She did not go away to college. So we, I made a point or she made a point of reaching out a couple times throughout the year, you know, on spring break, winter break over the summer. And we would catch up. We're like, how are things going at your school? How are things going at my school? How's the job search going? What's it like being a dental hygienist? What's it like commuting into this city and so the friendship didn't like falter just because we took different paths right and you know she comes to my annual christmas party every year and she is a sweetheart and i value her friendship so much even though we're not like attached at the hip yeah Yeah. it's just not like that but that doesn't mean that we're not good friends so also be open to those friendships right because I feel that's like... That's a really good... That's good advice. It is hard. Like, it's hard <laughs> keeping in touch via text. Like, you kind of have to make that extra effort and see them because then you can, like, catch up. But you know, even if it's once a year that you set aside to have dinner or coffee right. or lunch, like, just try. <laughs> and if they're really not reciprocating, then... Okay. <laughs> okay. Mourn the loss of that friendship. Value what yeah. you had. But it, that's okay, too. Yeah. I know. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. There's no perfect way to live life. I, I swear. I, I literally just need someone telling me that, like, every day. Which is kind of, like, what I hope this podcast can be for people. Like, know that you're not alone in literally anything. Because anything that you feel has been felt by someone else at yes. some point. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're all just trying to, like, live life. Also, when you see high schoolers that can do makeup better than you... Don't get discouraged on yourself, okay? Oh, yeah. They it's because they have Instagram tutorials. And they don't stuff. know a life without Instagram tutorials. Oh my god! Side note: Do you remember like the first day of, that you started high school when like everybody wore makeup? It was like in middle school, no one wore makeup, no one had their eyebrows done, no one did any of that stuff. And then you go to high school the first day, and it's like, oh my god, you got your eye- eyebrows done? Me too. I am still regretting the first time that I got my eyebrows waxed because this was so it was probably like oh two or oh three, and like thin eyebrows were really in. Mm. So I waxed them for so long, making them really thin, and now I'm still struggling and to now, get them. And now to thick grow eyebrows out. are in. And now thick eyebrows are in, what and I just do? wish that I had known better than to go super thin and would have like gone for a middle of the road. Mm. You never know. You never you know. Make, that's the thing. When you're young, you make stupid mistakes. I mean, you make yeah. mistakes every wall, every step of your life. Oh, yeah. But, like, at least looking back, you can kind of laugh. You're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> you know? So, there's that. There's but, that. That's life, right? But side note, anecdote, maybe you can use at some point in your podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, so now I live back home. Not home, but, like, hometown. In hometown, yeah. Hometown. 
And I see the signs go up that my high school is putting on the annual spring musical called The Drowsy Chaperone. I didn't know the storyline, but I love me a good musical. And, I, know, I know, girl. <laughs> and my, I know you do. <laughs> I do. And my high school has always put on high-quality musicals for a high school. You know, there's always been a lot of talent coming yeah. through there. So I call my mom. I'm like, I'm gonna, I want to go see the high school show. Do you want to go with me? And she came with me, but I think just to appease me. Yeah. But let me just say, first of all, kind of like walking back in time again, the high school auditorium looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the costumes and uh, backdrops and props and everything are stuff that have been collected over the years. So those were reused, um, you know, to repurposed. But it was, first of all, hysterical to walk back into my high school. It was weird. It was funny. Brought back a lot of memories. Some good, some not so good. Um, but I loved watching that show. I, once again, the kids were incredibly talented. They were funny. They really hammed it up. And I had a good $8 night out. Nice. Eight bucks. That's what Eight I bucks. like to see. <laughs> Eight bucks, people. <laughs> you can't beat that. You can't You can't go see Broadway for eight bucks. Let me tell you, <laughs> Brett and I paid $800 to go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Where? When Broadway! Did we didn't go yet. Oh. We had to, like, wait on the internet until the tickets dropped. And there was, like, a competition. It was like, oh, my God! Anyway. I would have paid that to see it in London because then I would have been like, well, I'm in the home. <laughs> well, it is the original cast. Ah, so, so almost like a... They're actual British people, so... And, woo! and at your age... No rent, no responsibilities. I'm saying, yes, queen. That yeah. is a good, a good way to spend your hard-earned dollars. Thank you very much. You are very I needed welcome. some validation. Brett's always like, we should sell the tickets for, like, twice what we paid, and then we could go to London. And I'm like... Let just, him sell his yeah. ticket, then you go see the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go by myself and be like, hey. <laughs> hey, Harry. You know what? It happens. You do you. I know. But yes, That's at funny. my age, like, I can't drop that much money on a one night of entertainment we make okay salaries but in this area it's expensive it's too expensive okay so closing thoughts is there anything you want to say to the listeners maybe it's one listener (laughs) thank you one listener I appreciate this. I had a really fun time. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah. Um, thank for, you for having, like coming. This has been great. You are so welcome. So I am not cool enough to like start my own podcast. However, <laughs> I am trying to start a blog. Good for you. Thank you. Again, I might only have one reader and that might be you. Yes. But if I, I did I, read your first blog post. Thanks. And your second. How many do you have? Two? I think I put two or three. I had one scheduled to post yesterday, so I was like, let's test this out. Nice. Um, High tech. But it's called Barnsey and Bose. Barnsey is my newish nickname, because my last name is Barnes now. So it's B-A-R-N-S-I-E and A-N-D, Bose, B-O-W-S dot com. I bought the domain. Nice. Nice. Taking that step. Um, And my goal is to just start blogging about, similar to Jess, just like what my life is like, what it's like being close to 30 now, Mm. and like these different things that I'm tackling in life, and how to try to have it all when really I have zero clue what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, So follow along. I've got the contact me section there. My Instagram is there. Again, nothing is like super exciting, but I appreciate any feedback 
or input or things that you would like to see from a blog or a lifestyle website. Yeah. My goal is to just, like, obviously not have it be a job, but have it be something that a decent amount of people can read and, and benefit to. from, too. Like, they could read it and be like, oh, at least I'm not going through, like, XYZ alone. Yeah. You know? So... Or maybe you could learn how to make some sort of dish or something. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so thank you for coming on. This has been really fun. I will make sure to edit this so it sounds wonderful. Aww. I'll cut this part out. Thanks, Jess. If anybody cares enough to have me back, let Jess in the real know via Instagram or email at her site. Yeah. JessInTheReal.com is my website. JessInTheReal underscore is my Instagram. Super cool. Follow me. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye.